Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. I want to analyze a scene from Star Trek Beyond, but don't want to spoil the movie. Let me set things up in the most generic way possible. If you are very allergic to spoilers, maybe you should just move along to this nice post about radioactive bananas. You have been warned. Here's the scene. Some people have found an old starship at the top of a cliff. They want to get it flying and leave the planet. An engineer type says... We have to achieve terminal velocity in order for the stabilizers to provide lift. Are you sure this drop is high enough to do that? Of course they get the starship over the edge. What happens next? You'll have to see the movie to find out. What is terminal velocity? Suppose I take a wad of paper and drop it from a height of four meters. What happens as it falls? At first, there is only one force acting on the object, gravitational force. I can represent this with the following. V equals O M slash S. This gravitational force makes the paper speed up as it falls. However, once it is moving down, another force acts on the paper, air resistance. This air resistance force increases with the speed of the object such that at some point it might look like this. V equals negative 2 M slash S. Now, with two forces on the paper, the net force is still down and the paper still accelerates, but with a lower value. Oh, let me point out that I just put down a value for the downward speed. But since this paper is still accelerating, it will increase in speed until it gets to something like this. V equals negative 3 m slash s. At this point, the air resistance force is equal in magnitude to the weight such that the net force is zero. Without a net force, the object's velocity will be constant. We call this constant velocity the terminal velocity, since it is no longer increasing. But why did I use balled-up paper as an example? Because the weight is small enough that a small air resistance force becomes significant. If I used a similarly sized rock, the air resistance could be about the same magnitude, but the gravitational force would be much larger. This rock would still reach a terminal velocity, but it would take much longer. But what does terminal velocity have to do with the stabilizers on a starship? I have no idea. 
It's not real anyway. How far would the starship need to fall? The real question is, did the starship have enough room to reach terminal velocity? It's a great question, but not a simple question. Find out how high I need to drop something to reach a particular speed is pretty easy, as long as I ignore the air resistance force. With the air resistance, the object will have a non-constant acceleration. This makes it a more complex calculation. The best way to find this distance to terminal velocity would be with a numerical calculation. You know, with Python. If you are waiting for me to do this calculation, keep waiting. I'm not going to do it. You can use it as a homework problem. I want to move on to something else. Besides, I don't know the drag coefficient or the mass of this starship, but I might be able to approximate the size. Still, all of this can be your homework assignment. Video analysis of the drop. There is a shot of the starship as it falls off the cliff. I will use this to estimate the terminal velocity of the starship. I only need one thing to get started, the size of the starship. Since I don't know the height of the cliff, I will have to use some other object to set the scale of the video. The only option is the starship. But how big is the starship? Notice how I avoid naming the starship just in case it's a spoiler. Really, my only evidence that I could find is this diagram from Popular Mechanics showing the Enterprise and this other starship. According to this post, the Enterprise has a length of 725.35 meters. Using this info, the falling starship should have a length of about 119 meters. With this, I can just use video analysis to get the position of the starship during this motion. Well, that's odd. That doesn't even look like an accelerating starship. Instead, that looks like it's pretty much moving at a constant speed. So, I guess it just starts off at terminal velocity with a value of 332 ms from the slope of the plot. Okay, technically there might be a slight curve to that data, but I assumed a constant velocity. Modeling the drop. I guess I have to do it. I have to make a model that shows what a falling starship would look like if it started from rest and had an air resistance force. Here are my assumptions. Earth-like gravity, so that g equals 9.8 n kg. Everything else looks Earth-like, so I guess this assumption is okay. Based on the video, the ship drops a distance of about 900 meters. The air resistance force is proportional to the square of the velocity. I can solve for this air resistance constant by assuming the video scene shows the ship falling at terminal velocity. I used a ship mass of 10,000 kilos, but the way I have set things up, I don't think this matters. With that, I can make the following numerical calculation. This shows three falling ships. The one on the right moves at a constant velocity like the video. In the middle, the ship has an air resistance force, and the one on the left is just free falling with a constant acceleration. Just click the play button to run the code, and the pencil to view and edit the code. You can see that at the bottom of the fall, the starship with air resistance only reaches a final speed of 128 ms. Homework. Yes, there are lots of great homework questions. After showing the falling ship, the scene includes a shot of the heads-up display the pilot would see. It shows a number for distance to impact and a display showing the percent of terminal velocity. Use these values to get position versus time and velocity as a percent of terminal velocity as a function of time. 
Do these two numbers agree? Actually, this would be a great problem for a blog post. You can get the data just by going through the video frame by frame. Assuming my value for the drag coefficient is legit, how far would the starship have to fall to reach terminal velocity, or at least very close to terminal velocity? At the end of the fall, the starship pulls up with a turn so that it doesn't crash into the ground. Estimate the acceleration of the starship during this turn. My guess is that it's super high and deadly. Watch the scene right from the start of the fall. What happens right after the starship falls off the cliff? Look closely at the humans inside the bridge. What is wrong with this scene? After you figure out the position of the starship based on the heads-up display, modify the numerical calculation so that the motion of the ship agrees with the display. When I first saw this scene from Star Trek, I thought he said, we need to reach escape velocity instead of terminal velocity. Write a nice explanation of escape velocity. Would it ever be possible to reach escape velocity by falling? This article posted by Rhett Alain. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.